If anyone says that it is no more possible to save our planet from climate change, they are wrong. We can save this planet. And we all need to put a collective effort that will help us reduce the carbon emissions. Hey everyone, you're listening to Abhilashukla on Conscious Citizens. At this podcast, I talk about climate change, its impact on mankind, solutions that will define our fate, and technological innovations that can help. The episode begins. Human activity over the last 200 years has brought this world on the brink of an environmental disaster. And each one of us are responsible for it. It does not mean that we continue to harvest the natural resources as we were doing before. Because it's not about us. It's about the future generations. It's about the existence of the humankind. All this talk of carbon emissions might leave you with one question. Why should you reduce them? After all, how much of an impact can an individual make, particularly compared to governments and big businesses? But in reality, the links between greenhouse gas emissions and climate change have become too evident and too extreme to ignore at any level. And it's not just about the environment either. Reducing your carbon footprint can help live a healthier lifestyle as well as it will indirectly help us to save money. Whether it's a clean air, a healthier diet or reduced energy bills, these benefits of reducing our carbon footprint will mean that we are doing our bit to combat uh, climate change. And to understand how we can help as individuals, we need to look at several key areas of our lifestyle. Uh, these points that I am discussing are are primarily of a general nature. So maybe it can be fully or partially applicable for different people or groups. Like bicycling is one of the favorite points that every climate change enthusiast recommend. But in extreme hot weather, it may not be feasible. So the point that I will make here should be considered as a guiding factor that should be taken up on personal level considering its applicability on yourself. From water perspective, I would like to assess four larger uh, areas of improvement. First is travel. So depending on whether or not you have a car, motorbike or probably how often you use it or how many flights you take, contributes to a significant amount of carbon emissions. Similarly, the use of public transport will contribute positively. So, we'll account for that as well. The second thing that we'll explore is our diet. The types of food you eat and where you source it from plays an important role in your overall carbon generation. The more energy intensive it is to produce and ship your food, the worse for the environment it generally is. Third, your home energy usage and the ways that you produce from your home. This could include the factors like electricity, the gas consumption you make and the other fuels that you use. The other things that we'll also consider is how you source them and whether you recycle them or do you send your waste to landfills. Lastly, We will also look at the shopping habits as how often we purchase new products like electronics, household goods and clothing 
also determines the overall impact of of carbon emission as the lifespan of these items as well as where and how they are produced can play a role in your uh, carbon emissions footprint let's understand this in a more simpler way so according to a study going carless for a year could save a little more than a round trip from india to sydney and the world has more than 1.35 billion cars think how much emissions we are capable as on day to produce but how can you stop using a car can solution be like taking a train always or a bus or maybe a bike let's be realistic we all likely need to use a car this year and we just can't stop it right away but what we can do is few basic things to make our trip more climate friendly first let's go easy on the gas and the brakes guys uh, driving efficiently can help us to reduce the carbon emissions like when we are driving we should not unnecessarily panic race or hard brake think like we have an egg under our foot because when we are driving that way it produces more carbon and also consumes more fuel other thing that we should also look into is is getting our car serviced regularly and maintaining the tire pressures to optimum level also to add use your air conditioning less as this also helps because all of these things will eventually help us keep a good fuel economy resulting in less consumption of fuel good example would be cruising our cars as much as possible these things we have to do so to make sure that the car consumes less fuel less fuel means less generation of fuel as production and when the less fuel is produced the less carbon emission happens secondly not to weigh our cars with extra luggage unnecessarily as it reduces car efficiency and then again the same cycle happens it will consume more fuel and using more fuel means that there will be extra demand of petrol diesel or cng or whatsoever your car fuel is which will bring the supply to go up making this world end up again with uh, more co2 emissions lastly we modern methods like car pulling and being vigilant while deciding for buying a new car will help us go greener faster by car pulling we can split emissions between the number of people using that car and through our approach and knowledge of choosing between gasoline or hybrid or electric cars we can determine how clean our purchase will be now this is something interesting to share uh, few things in our car buying decisions can actually make a reasonable contribution always try to figure out that the car that you are interested to buy how much co2 emission it produces per mile or basically the next time when you go to buy a car check its efficiency rating and compare with your other options secondly a lot of people think that electric cars are more climate friendly because they have no tailpipe emissions but remember these electric fuel cars charging is not truly emission free today a lot of these charging stations for uh, electric cars are powered by burning fossil fuel only as majority of them are still not using renewable energy for electricity production also in addition uh, 
manufacturing these electric cars and their batteries in particular is more energy intensive but please consider this as a knowledge statement this point should not demotivate you if you consider the entire lifespan of the car usage the electric cars still hold the best bet and in few years if all the charging stations produce power through green energy then it's the right bet undoubtedly unfortunately it has not yet been adapted well by many countries of the world and the respective governments of these countries should really think and promote this considering that the climate emergency is standing right in front of us they can actually transform their main co2 producing cities into climate friendly green energy cities or probably they make and assess the strategic steps with data like consider uh, states where electricity generation relies heavily on fossil fuels like coal and natural gases powering electric cars can be more emissions uh, intensive than conventional gas powered cars on the other hand states with large proportions of hydropower renewables and uh, nuclear power can provide a low emissions power grid for electric cars so while buying the car check where you live and then see options considering car manufacturers carbon emissions and then the car usage carbon emissions and by simply googling you will get websites who will help you identify these things very easily and it won't eat much of your time as well lastly see if there are any emissions related certification on the car and compare it with your buying options as the fact is cars with lower emissions can often end up costing less to operate so we have discussed well on cars but the other point a lot of people ask is what about flights so understand it from this perspective if you use public transport often and fly home to visit your family just occasionally your carbon footprint might still be relatively sustainable but let's say if you drive and fly a lot your emissions will be higher but let's say if you can't avoid flying then what you will do one way of making up for the emissions cost is to offset them by probably donating money to sustainable projects or by supplying efficient stoves to rural homes or maybe projects which help farmers in india sell crop waste as biomass sometimes your airline may can also give you this option themselves or probably you can use a third party website who can help you do this one of the interesting thing is that you can actually calculate your per flight emissions on many websites today just try and google it it's really good to know as well another thing that dramatically adds up to individuals contribution towards carbon is the consumption of meat now globally emissions are very much linked to what we put on our plates uh however i understand that food systems are very very complicated and the research is still evolving on what the most environment friendly diet is but definitely experts mostly agree that cutting down on meat and red meat in particular is a better choice for the environment this is because the production of red meat uses a lot of feed water and land 
and it can have up to 100 times the environmental impact of eating plant based food and that's true some estimates also say that in one serving of beef it will give you more than 6 pounds of carbon dioxide whereas per serving of rice carrots uh, apples or potatoes is just less than half a pound so you can easily understand the gap between these two and few animals like cows they produce methane emissions which is an extremely harmful greenhouse gas however i would i would like to add on that it also depends on what exactly we are eating and and how much of it if you replace meat with dairy products let's say your emissions could rise again because the process the dairy products go through it generates greater emissions but of course a lot of people would say that they will not be able to do this in one go so try it slowly like for meat lovers even swapping carbon intensive meats like beef and lamb with chicken can make a difference and even better if you can swap a few meals per week to vegan or pure vegetarian and for people who can put a little extra effort towards this cause there is one more important point that that i think i should speak about when it comes to food most greenhouse gas emissions happen during production rather than its transportation so what you eat becomes really really important than where it comes from but hear me out eating local can actually make a good difference it is about changing how we think and understand about emissions if your food is transported from one place to another the transportation adds up to the co2 emissions agri climate enthusiasts always says that tomatoes brought from a short distance to farmer market by truck or shipped further to the grocery store by a train could release similar emissions or you can say that the transportation that you take to get your tomatoes to bring them home that also matters so for now let's keep this thought in your subconscious and let's focus on few other simple things that make and motivate us from the food transportation perspective so what if we live in a meat intensive city does the consumption of meat would be better than eating imported vegetables because yes there are cities where meat is readily available but vegetables are not and most of the places vegetables are imported so will that factor of transportation through ship or air will add to the co2 level for uh, importing vegetables and consuming vegetables so will in that case consuming meat would be a better choice okay let's understand this from a layman perspective from a study eating only local grown meat for one year may can save us greenhouse gas equivalent to 1000 miles okay but if we eat imported vegetarian meal for a year it can save us more than 20000 miles and that's 20 times difference having said that one person can contribute that much and we all should try consider it to the maximum possible extent one another question which is also very much prominent is on the organic foods 
yes of course the organic systems use less energy than the conventional ones but at the same time it also requires more land now using more land means they will emit similar level of greenhouse gas emissions but when it comes to reducing your carbon footprint you are better off shifting to low impact plant based foods with less chemicals used to produce it so we discussed what do we eat but there is another important aspect and that is the food waste which we cannot ignore on an average americans are found wasting around 40% of the food that they buy and it might seem difficult at first time but actually there is a straightforward way to cap it and that capping is nothing but just having a good habit so what that habit could be see it's very simple and common sense right first to buy only what you can consume because the waste that we create the production is required to be done for that waste as well like simply maintaining the right stock of food or making a list of what actually to buy from grocery store or not cooking more food than what we need instead of tossing them reusing them if possible can actually contribute to a reasonable figure usually it's good that if you extend the life of your food like your portions that are left or the fresh vegetables that you have bought by freezing them properly so that you can reuse them is always a good idea also please save yourself from these traps of uh, buying excessive quantity because you're getting discounted deals low priced food might seem like a good deal but it's not if you don't end up eating it before it goes bad lastly stop using disposable dishes and use eco friendly dinnerwares washing dishes whether it is by hand or in a dishwasher is likely to be more environment friendly than using disposable ones but definitely you should use energy efficient dishwashers only and even if you are in a situation where you need disposable dishes then use biodegradable options or similar products that has lesser impact of climate all these things that i am right now marking in this podcast are just to drive our green mindset you have a takeaway order which was packed in a plastic box in that case use your plastic box for storing things for as long as you can as it's all about being conscious and being vigilant about what all things can help us contribute towards fighting against climate change we need to build a mindset to be a climate aware conscious citizens and the actions we need to take should be taken up right now <laughs>